0: Welcome to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. The sermon you are about to hear is from our worship service on August 7th, 2022. For more information about the community and ministries of St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows, you can visit our website, smlutheran.org. There, you will find the full online worship service from which this sermon is taken. And if you would like to give gifts to support the ministries of St. Mark's, you'll find information on how to do that there as well. And now, here's Pastor Siggy Helgeson with a Gospel reading. Our Gospel reading is from Matthew chapter 14, 22 through 33. And today, we are going to be reading from the Spark Story Bible. Jesus walks on water. Twelve disciples floated in a boat on the lake. Jesus was not with them. As the sun set, the wind began to blow. Whoosh! The wind blew harder. Splash! Big waves pushed the little boat back and forth, up and down. The frightened disciples grabbed onto the boat and tried not to fall overboard. All through the night, The little boat was rocked and knocked and pushed by the wind. The disciples floated far, far away from the shore. Early in the morning, the disciples spotted someone walking near the boat on top of the water. It's a ghost, they screamed. Everyone ducked into the bottom of the boat to hide. Don't be afraid, the disciples heard a calm voice say. It's me. One by one, 12 pairs of eyes peeked over the side of the boat. It was Jesus walking on the water. Jesus, if it's really you, Peter called, tell me to walk on the water to you. Come to me, Peter, said Jesus. Carefully, Peter stuck one foot out. It didn't sink. He stuck the other foot out. It didn't sink either. He stood up. He did it. Peter was walking on the water. Whoosh, the wind blew. Splash. A wave crashed. Peter was afraid. He began to sink. First his feet were covered in water, then his legs, then all the way up to his belly button, and Peter couldn't swim. Jesus, help me, Peter shouted. Jesus grabbed Peter's hand. Why did you doubt? He asked Peter. When they climbed back into the boat, the wind stopped blowing. Amazed, the disciples dropped to their knees and worshipped Jesus, saying, You are God's Son. The Gospel of our Lord. Faith and Trust. They're two words that you can almost use interchangeably. Think about who it is you trust. You probably also have faith in them. We can learn a lot from children about trust. For example, our grandson, when he first encountered the ocean, was really frightened by the big waves crashing on the shore. And he was not about to go anywhere near the ocean and rather preferred the safer, shallow part of the pool without waves. And after watching Grandma go out and take a complete head-over-heels tumble in the waves, he was never, ever, ever going near those waves. But Keller trusts his Grandpa. And if Grandpa took his hand and was right by him, And he had his life jacket on. He was coaxed to the shoreline and was convinced it was okay to get his feet wet. And soon, he even was going further into the waves. This is a long-established relationship of trust that began when Keller was just a baby and Grandpa would rock him to sleep. And it progressed as he read him bedtime stories. And finally, six years later, he trusted grandpa enough to put his feet in the waves and even began to go further into the waves waves, as long as they were holding hands. It makes sense that if you trust your grandpa, you also have faith that he would protect you and not let you sink under the water. Trust is built over time, but it can also be destroyed in a moment this week at Vacation Bible School we splashed into God's Word and we learned about people in the Bible who over time learned to trust God Noah who learned how to trust in God's promise Jonah who learned to trust in God's plan the woman at the well who learned to trust in God's provision and finally Peter who learned to trust Jesus one step at a time. From these Bible stories, we get a picture of how trust takes time to develop and how each person had some initial doubt or fears to overcome. Noah wasn't sure about building a big boat on completely dry land far from water, but he trusted God. And Jonah, when God said to go preach repentance to Nineveh, He ran in the other direction. But through the process of being swallowed by a big fish and sitting in its dark belly for three days and nights, he learned to trust that God was not messing around. And when Jonah was spit back on the shore, he went straight to Nineveh without detour. And then there's Peter. Well, he always seems like that disciple that needs to prove something. You know, that guy. So rather than wait in the boat with the rest of the disciples to watch Jesus walk on the water towards them, Peter asked to jump out of the boat and walk to Jesus, sort of like a toddler learning to take their first steps. Here's Peter toddling along the water until he takes his eyes off Jesus and notices the big waves all around him. He becomes afraid and he starts to sink. Yet the story ends with Peter saved by Jesus holding on to his hand back in the boat, and with all of the disciples declaring their faith in Jesus, truly you are the Son of God. So what does it mean to trust someone? And who is it that you put your faith in? We asked this of our Vacation Bible School students last week, and here are some of their wise answers. In the video, the questions are shown on the screen, so I will read them aloud here. What does it mean to trust someone? That means, like, you can trust them. It means, like, you can, like, you believe in them. It means that you think they're good and then they help you. It means you believe in them and rely on them. Trust means you trust the world is about Jesus. I think what it means to trust somebody is to be like believe in them and to like basically you just want to you do what they want you to do. I feel like it means to put your faith in them and to know them um to put your faith in them and believe what they say or know what they do and feel safe with them. If If they are not a stranger, or if they helped you before. Who do you trust? Uh, My mom and dad. I trust everybody except strangers. I trust my best friend. Yeah, I trust my friends and my parents. I trust my sister and my mom and dad. Mostly my family and some of my friends. I trust my parents and my sisters. Yes, it's Jesus. Why do you trust them? Because he loves all of us. Because they're proud of my family, and I've been with them a long time, and they're just really close to me. Because we're family, and we're really supposed to trust them. Because they're family members, and I've known them since I was born, and they just make me feel safe. Because I feel like I know them really well, and they know me. Um, because she loves me, and We play all the time and just, she always tells the truth. When is it hard to trust someone? When like they say something mean. I feel like it's, for me it's kind of hard because I'm kind of a person who needs a lot of proof to believe something. It is sometimes hard to trust, especially if they're asking you to walk on water. Don't you just love how honest these kids are and how easy it was for them to share their wisdom? We can trust those whom we have a relationship with. We can trust people who have shown us love for a long time since we were babies. Trusting Jesus could be tricky if he asks you to walk on water. When Jesus is there with us, we can trust him and not be afraid. It's interesting how the younger children begin with such simple trust. And as we got to the older kids, some of that trust had already been eroded. When someone was mean or didn't tell the truth, they learned you just can't trust everyone and never, never trust strangers. And what about when we are hurt or afraid? Then who can you trust? Fear can make it hard to trust, but I believe that it's through those experiences of fear and doubt that we learn how to trust or how to trust again. Let me repeat that. I believe that it's through the experiences of fear and doubt that we learn how to trust or trust again. You see, fear is not the opposite of faith. Rather, faith is when you trust God even when you are afraid. When I feel afraid, and I'm worried Over some storm I am in, or even just a small squall, I am tempted to doubt and despair and let my fears get the best of me, often sending me sinking into a funk or spinning in a worry loop, tumbling head over heels in the waves, crying out, God, save me. And you know, I found in my life that God is always there to say, I am here, don't be afraid, take my hand. And each time I'm invited to trust God's love, God's promise, God's provision a little bit more. I love that hymn, It Is Well With My Soul. It is in our hymnal under that category of trust. The backstory for this hymn is that the lyrics were written by a man named Horatio Spafford. He was a successful lawyer and businessman in the 1800s in Chicago. He had a lovely family, a wife, Anna, and five children. But in 1873, the French ocean liner, Ville du Havre, was crossing the Atlantic from the US to Europe with 313 passengers on board. Among the passengers were Mrs. Spafford and their four daughters. Although Mr. Spafford had planned to go with his family, he found it necessary to stay in Chicago. He told his wife he would join her and their children in a few days. His plan was to take another ship. But their ship never made it. It collided with another ship and sank, and all of the children drowned. Only Anna, his wife, survived. So it was while crossing on the other ship at the spot where the boat went down that Spafford wrote these lyrics to this hymn. In his grief and great loss, he trusted in the love of God to envelop him and his wife to save them in their storm. He wrote... When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. So I wonder today, whom do you trust? Are you experiencing a gathering storm or perhaps just weather? Maybe you're struggling to trust God or to have faith in Jesus. Or perhaps you're feeling emboldened by your faith and you're taking Jesus' hand, stepping out and trusting in him enough to follow. There are times we may experience both of these on our faith journey. And each time that we take one little step of faith, a moving past and into our fears it can build that trust muscle and as we learn from the story of peter jesus comes to us in the storms of life and won't let us sink so we go out today encouraged that we can face any storms in our lives holding on to jesus hand and for that we can say thanks be to god amen